Welcome to this Moving Panels One Shot. Let's have a nerdy little conversation. And uh, for this little conversation, I have the uh, the dapper Southern gent with me, Mr. Blake Fowler. How are you, Blake? I'm doing well, Larry. I'm ready for you to talk nerdy to me, actually. That, that made me a little uncomfortable. All right. Well, every good okay. conversation starts with a little there discomfort. There we go. Uh-huh. Okay. Uh, what is it? Every seven minutes, there's an awkward silence. Every and, we, every, uh, and every eighth minute, I'm there to fill it. Okay. Uh, so we're just going to have a conversation about uh, an- superhero animated TV shows. Um, why they're so good? Are there any bad ones? And you know <laughs> what? What we just like about them? Uh, I think that's what we're going to talk about. So uh, because I know both of us. Uh, are huge fans of the Batman the Animated Series. Right. Uh, you know, it goes into Superman the Animated Series, which even me as a Superman fan, it wasn't as good um, I, as I'm, Batman. I'm very proud of you for being able to admit that, Larry. It's a big, uh, yeah, it's a big step. I'll admit truth. Okay. And then the amazing Justice League Animated Series into Justice League Unlimited. Uh, so, you know, we're big fans of that. But what other animated cartoons or just your go-to superhero cartoons um so growing up the spider-man the animated series is a big deal the 90s spider which one because they were like yeah, 30 okay so this anim- is this is, this is the um uh, radioactive spider plasma in the theme song spider-man um, okay, yeah, yeah. yeah so that that's the one that i grew up with and Aside from Batman, the animated series, that was the one superhero cartoon like I just could not miss. Sure, yep. I, I love Ninja Turtles. Like that was that was awesome. I did love the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, and um, mm. I enjoyed. Do, is is Scooby Doo considered a superhero? Like he fought with he like solves mysteries yeah. of Batman. Uh, yeah. Either way, I couldn't miss Scooby Doo <laughs> either. Uh, but as far as superhero ones go, Spider Man was was right up there. Um, I I don't know. Is uh, the Tick also? Did you watch the Tick? Like, was the Tick? Oh, a, love the yeah, Tick. The tick love was the Tick on, on yeah. Fox Kids. Uh, was was one you yeah, had? Fox to watch. Kids was the place. Was the place, dude. Every yeah, yeah. The Tick, that Spider Man that you're talking yep. about, Batman, all were on Fox Kids. Yeah. How did how did they all coexist in one place? Now you can't get Spider Man to play along with anybody without like signing a blood oath. But, yeah, again, it's all those licensing agreements. Yeah, everybody at that point in time, you had one central hub. And for us, it was right after school. Like, you tried to get home as fast as you could so you could watch that Fox Kids block in the afternoon. Let me ask you just a quick little trivia. Do you remember what uh, channel Teenage Mutant Turtles aired on? Oh, for me... Are you talking about number channel or the network? Which one? The network. The network. The network. Oh, no, I have no idea. I can't. I could not tell you. It'll probably shock you. It will. It was CBS. <laughs> was that like after Hawaii Five O? They had Ninja Turtles. No, no, it was a Saturday morning cartoon. <laughs> it was back back when we had Saturday morning cartoons. Was that the same as like Care Bears coming on? Was that the CBS? Yes. Also? Okay, okay. I don't know if I don't know if Care Bears was CBS. I can't but, remember. Yeah, like that was around the yeah. same time as all that. But yeah, yeah the, all uh, yeah, all those the, the, Garfield and Friends, Pee Wee's Playhouse. So okay, so we're we're talking about were there any bad yeah superheroes? So we've we've talked about a couple of good ones here, and I mean there are mm-hmm. a ton. There's several. E- There's X Men. So yeah, let, let's focus on um, some bad ones. Yeah, 
do uh, before I say mine, do you have one that you just abhor and loathe? Uh not that's coming to my now I have discovered some that I just never watched and then went, yeah, that probably wouldn't have interested me. Um there was one that was called uh Avengers United We Stand. I, I do remember that. It was bad. Yeah, I never watched it, so I can't say whether it was bad or good. Uh, but of the ones I, I remember watching, I can't think of one. You might mention one that I go, oh, yeah. Because I do tend to forget things that weren't good because I like to, you know, always remember the good things in my life. Sure. Uh, that's, uh, that's completely so, so, so what do you have? Understandable. What, what, what's some bad ones you remember? This is, I mean, I, feel it's, I don't know if this is bad, and this is probably going to make some people very confused. I was never a huge fan of Batman Beyond. Like, I, really? I just never, like, the whole Neo-Gotham thing just never really meshed with me. I, I, I watch it because it's part of that Batman, the animated series, Extended Universe. And, yeah. and to a certain degree, I kind of feel the same way about Batman, the New Adventures. Like, it really just... They did the whole character redesign for Mr. Freeze and Bane and everybody, mm-hmm. and it, it didn't mesh with me, man. I did I did not like it. Don't feel good about it. I feel a little icky after watching it sometimes uh, because I feel like it's a, it's a stain on that original hmm. Batman the Animated Series. See, I liked Batman Beyond. Now, the the new adventures of Batman or the Batman... Yeah, whatever, whatever it's whatever, called. Yeah. yeah. Uh, I don't think I ever watched it. Yeah, it's just, um, in, fact, in fact, I didn't realize until recently for people who are following my TikTok and I've been posting a lot of uh, openings to animated superhero shows. I didn't realize that Batman the Animated Series changed its name for the last couple of seasons right. to the new adventures yeah. of Batman and Robin. And I'm not it was sure. the same show. Was, yeah. what, what, did you find any reason out behind that? I haven't had a chance to, to get on TikTok to see if you have mentioned that, but. I don't think I said it in the video because I'm just throwing little trivia up right. on the screen. Um, but I, I think if I remember right, all it was was they just wanted to appeal. Well, they they wanted it to look like it was a new, um, a new show, even though it was just a continuation. Right. But it was also because the you know the higher ups, the people who always seem to know better, mm-hmm. uh, air quotes there for people who don't see. Uh, <laughs> We're saying, no, it's not just Batman. It's Batman and Robin. Everybody knows it's Batman and Robin. You don't just do Batman. You always do Batman and Robin. So that was uh, Batman and Robin. I'm going to go with, uh, no, not a good enough reason to change yeah. the name of a show, but keep it yeah. essentially the same, other than character yeah. again, character redesigns. Because Batman and Robin has worked so well in the movies. Uh, ooh, that is a different episode. Please go back and listen to... <laughs> That's a whole other deal right there, Laramie. Yeah. Yeah, we still haven't covered Batman and Robin on this show, uh, but we we've gotten close enough that I don't know if we need to fly that close to the sun ever again. Yeah, do you think we'll ever see a, another Robin in the in the movies? Um, okay, so we're gonna lean a little into current events right now. I don't know if you've heard all of the talk about the Batman and the sequel that has been announced. Um, Mm -hmm. But I keep reading that there is going to be at least some kind of nod or mention to Robin leading to one eventually. 
um, which I'm not sure how they're going to do because Robert Pattinson is Pattinson Pattinson is already a young Batman. I don't know if he's going to take yeah. on a, a a liege that that early on in his career. I don't know. We'll we'll wait and see. But let's get back on. Yeah, track sorry. With uh, we we, stuff. we veered uh, just a little bit there. But yeah, there. The point being, there aren't a whole lot of bad superhero cartoons. Yeah. So so that that leads me to the the question: What is it about animated comic book stuff that's always always so good? I think a couple of things that that go into why it's so good one is is nostalgia like it takes you back to quote unquote a simpler time like you get to disconnect from your your current place in the world and you get to be a kid again we talk about waking up early on saturday morning or trying to rush home in the afternoon like that was those are great memories and so we look at them with rose-colored glasses a lot of times. Yeah, I think. but yeah, but we're we're not just talking about looking back at these. Like these were good when they aired. I, I absolutely so, agree. A hundred percent agree. And they they hold up. And again, part of it's nostalgia. And the other part of it is how much went into the storytelling at that time. How important the storytelling was to these these writers and the producers. And they're they they created something from the heart. I guess, for lack of a better term, to get the little cheesy, and and made something that stands the test of time. Yeah, yeah. I think it also helps that you you are like you're saying with the writing. You know, you are able to flesh things out a little mm-hmm. bit more with animated stuff. You're able to do things in animation that you probably couldn't do in live action. Right. Yeah. Look at uh, the Batman the animated series. To go back to it. You've got uh, a whole run on Mr. Freeze and Clayface. It, that's tough to do live action. And it's tough to flesh out over one or two movies. It's easier to do over 50 episodes or however many you've got in an animated cartoon run. Yeah, but but then still, when you're talking about story, they can do it successfully in the animated stuff. Why can't they do it in the live action? Because we've had live action. We've We've had... I mean, well, you're a Batman person, so yeah. Gotham. Yeah. You had Gotham, and you had a lot of these characters, you know, get, you know, several stories aimed at them. Well, for for me, Gotham, uh, with the distinct and very real fear of having Will Smith yell at me after saying this, I, Jada Pinkett Smith ruined Gotham. That character was was terrible. And then you turn Barbara Gordon into the Get villain. Will Smith's <laughs> wife's name. Get out of my mouth. Out your mouth. <laughs> it's just it wasn't good. And that's that's to go back to the storytelling. Someone just thought we're just gonna do a bunch of crazy twists and throw a bunch of spaghetti at the wall and whatever sticks is what we're gonna go with. And none of it stuck for me personally. Yeah. And and I could see that too. I mean I know that show like Lois and Clark kind of force mm. a lot of the characters right. onto us from, you know, the comics. But yeah, there's just something about animated stuff that, yeah, I mean, we talk about it in terms of the nostalgia now, but I do, I, and you know, there's still great ones. I mean, although it's not, we're not the demographic for this, I've sat down and watched some of the DC superhero girl stuff. Yeah. It's good. Yeah. 
It's good. It's not, you know, comic book accurate. It's not, you know, anything like that. But it's it's good. Well, you're, you're talking about stuff that's geared at us. What about Harley Quinn on HBO Max? Oh, yeah. yeah. Uh, you know, yeah. they're still pumping out. Even more adult stuff, yeah. Yeah, really good, good shows. But again, it goes to what kind of care and attention is given to these shows. That's very true. You got If you've got people who are passionate and who care enough about it, then yeah, it's going to be a good product. Um, if you've got... And you know that, that holds true to uh, the stuff we grew up with, the stuff I talked about at the beginning. I mean, you had Bruce Timm. Yeah. Who it was, Kev, was the Kevin Feige mm-hmm. of DC animated stuff uh, back in the day. Yep. You had Andrea Romano, who was doing all the voice casting yep. and voice directing which we've talked about um, about her role in in all yeah. of this and and how influential and important she was uh i don't think you'd be here talking about these shows right now especially the dc universe specifically without her and her casting choices yeah but again because yeah, they even, care they cared laramie like that's this yeah. was important to them but like you're saying even marvel did a great job oh, yeah. with anime you know yep. There was, there has never, I think up until probably just recently, because I can't think of one that currently is, but there was never not a Spider-Man cartoon. Oh, yeah. I mean, there's been so many iterations of a Spider-Man cartoon, and for the most part, they've all been been pretty good, if not great. Yeah. Yeah, I think the worst one was the one that was like CGI. Yeah. That one's popped uh, yeah. into my head I now. I can't recall what it was, what the title of that was. But I think it was just called Spider-Man. Yeah, it wasn't, I don't think there was a... It wasn't super. Um, yeah, that one wasn't great. I do remember that. Yeah, they, they've got so many. And uh, I know Disney Plus right now has the, the Spider-Man that I'm talking about that I grew up on. And I've been going yeah. back through those along with the X-Men episodes. And it's... Um, that was the one... Yeah, that was the one that was Spider-Man. Yeah, yeah. Spider-Man. Yeah. Yeah, the, it kind of techno sounding yep. has yeah. a oh, I has remember like the whole Madam Web storyline that goes on yes. through it, and um, it was it's so good. And I think you you wonder, you know, why can't live action movies get to the point of of animation? But it's it's because I think you get a little more creativity with animation. You get to to flesh out again your ideas a little more, you get to go bounce some some things you wouldn't normally do in live action, and and let your imagination play. Yeah, it's funny that you mentioned the Madam Web and then say you get to do stuff that you wouldn't do in live action. And they and are they are them. doing a Madam Web, which <laughs> they're making Madam Web. I will hold my my uh, discussion on how the live action one is after we see it. I do have some reservations about how they're going to pull that off. Yeah. Well, I mean, it's just because uh, also, uh, and we're, we won't get into talking about this movie either, but uh, it was that animated series that you're talking about, the Spider-Man from the Night, that introduced me to Morbius. Yeah, I think that's, you know, that's for, for, for yeah. our generation, I would say that was probably the introduction for most of yeah, us. It wasn't the comic, it was the cartoon. To Morbius, yeah. Um, and and he was awesome in the cartoon, dude. Like he, That's why he became one of my favorite anti-heroes, uh, him, Venom. You know, the, these guys that, that the cartoon series brought into your household. Yeah. Uh, there's just, and then I know we were talking about shows, but it, it then goes into, they started doing the animated movies. Mm-hmm. Oh, Mask of the Phantasm? Huh. Get out of here. But uh, yeah. I, I mean, then the, the actual like intent, well, yeah, Mask of the Phantasm was a, 
but the ones that went into the just the run where they were all connect the DC ones that were all connected. Oh yeah, yeah. You know, uh, getting into those. Now there. Now I will say, when you start to get into those, they're a hit and miss. That, um, I would say they're probably more hit than miss. Though. Yeah. Well, the first DC, the Superman Doomsday, mm-hmm. the first one, because then they they did the they, the death of yeah. Superman. Uh, but the Superman Doomsday, the one where Adam Baldwin voices Superman. Uh, that was not good. Okay, I've that, seen that bits was, and pieces of it. I don't think yeah. I've ever seen that whole one. Um, that was not good. Uh, but but yeah, most of the rest of those are are. Um, then you had Marvel take their shot at it, and they they were hit and miss as well. Right. Uh, Ultimate Avengers was great. really good. Yep. Yeah, Ultimate Avengers two was great. Not as good as Ultimate Avengers, but it's still great. Um, but I even love that they the animation even goes to the silly side. You know, we've got Lego Batman. Yeah. We've got, uh, going back to television, there was the superhero squad. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, that was hilarious. <laughs> and it was it was entertaining. It was fun to watch. Completely forgotten about that. And so you, you've got all of this. There's just something about... And it might also be that with animation... It's like we are seeing the comic book yeah, jump be to brought screen. to life. The moving yeah. panels are on the screen, Laramie. Yeah, yeah. They, they really are. And especially you look at uh, movies like Lego Batman, which despite being a quote-unquote kid's movie, is universally loved. Adults, critics alike talk about how great the Lego Batman movie is. And for some people, it's the Batman movie. Like Will Arnett's voice is now Batman to a generation because of how good that animated film is. Um, and it just uh, it speaks to the work of the people who are behind it, I think. So what do you think should be the, let's say, the future of animated TV shows? Because I can't think of one that we currently have. I, I, Is there? I know there's there's a, a Ninja Turtle series out that's like a 3D CGI kind of series. Um, obviously, we've talked about the the Harley Quinn adult cartoon show on HBO Max. Um, well, so, so let's go with that. Let's yeah. go with let's go with HBO Max. Okay. Let's go with the fact that you know they're Warner Brothers. Yeah. So they have the connection to DC. Should DC, I don't want to get into, make this a bigger conversation, which is why I'm having trouble uh, talking about it. So where CW had the Arrowverse, yep. uh, which is fading away, uh, um, like- but they had the Arrowverse where all of their shows were interconnected. Could Could HBO Max do that with launching off of Harley Quinn? I don't know if they can do it launching off of Harley Quinn uh, for the sole reason of if you're going to do a DC animated universe, obviously you have to have Batman. If you're going to have a Batman cartoon, you have to pull, you know, as as many of the original from the Batman, the animated series you can. Going to create a dark tone. I don't think that's going to play well in the Harley Quinn animated universe. I I would like to see them go back to more 2D animation and mm-hmm. and try to connect those shows. Yes. So with that being said, you just reminded me of something else we can talk about. 
uh, Disney Plus is bringing back the X Men, mm-hmm. like the X- yep. the X Men anime series, X Men ninety seven, which is going to be a great is, move for them, dude. <laughs> and it's supposed to be a continuation yep. of the nineties uh, show. Um, so, do you think DC? I always hate to say that DC should copy Marvel. Uh, but should DC, are you saying DC should do the same thing and bring Batman back? I certainly don't see the harm in following Marvel's blueprint. Uh, Marvel, I think, knows what they're doing business-wise, and I'm, I'm sure they're bringing it back for the fans. But business-savvy-wise, bringing back the X-Men series, which is arguably their most popular animated series, is a, is a smart move both for fans and for the business side. And I think DC would be wise to do the same, to bring back in some form or fashion Batman the Animated Series. Um, I think it's it'd be a win-win for everybody. All right, well, let's get into... Because, again, as we're talking, I'm just... My brain's running on other things. What about the content of these shows? Because we're talking about Harley Quinn and the more adult content. Um, and then you've got, we didn't even bring this one up earlier. You got invincible. Yeah. On prime. Okay. Yep. And the very well, that is graphic, super graphic. Yeah. And adult content. I know that there is an animated, the boys that's out now too, but right. I haven't seen that one yet. Um, so should the content meet the age of people like us who grew up with, with it, or do we go back to family-friendly, kid-friendly shows? Which I, I would assume that's what they're going to do with X-Men 97. That it's still going to be, you know, the kind of preteen, you know, older kid. Yeah. You know, 8 to 12 range. Uh, um, what, if I, what if I said that there's enough for everyone? Um, for example... Uh, keeping in, well, of course there yeah, is, keep, but what do you focus keep, on? Keeping in DC, you you create a a Batman the animated series that is more adult. You launch it on HBO Max, but then you keep kids. Teen Titans is what you put on on public television, so to speak. Mm. So you still have something geared towards kids, but you also are are playing to your adult crowd, which we were the kids growing up with these shows. Yeah. Well, no, we didn't grow up with Teen Titans Go. Right. Okay. Yeah. That's which, that's fair. Which I I want I do want to say that why haven't I mentioned Teen Titans Go as being a bad one? Yeah. Although I am not a fan of Teen Titans Go, it's good writing. Yeah. It's it's pretty funny. Yeah. It it does do what it's intended to do. Yeah. It just doesn't make the make us who grew up with Teen Titans right. very happy. Yeah. That they decided to take the show in that direction yeah, turn it into a full-blown comedy teen titans go to the movies was was great it was actually really good i enjoyed that yeah um but yeah you're right they, they took a show and turned it super kid friendly which again is fine because you want to bring up the next generation uh knowing these characters and falling in love with these characters and becoming lifelong fans all right well uh i think we've exhausted what we can talk about uh for that um I, I just, oh, I, I wish, I really want some streaming service or 
you know, whether it's Disney Plus, whether it's, you know, Hulu, whether it's something to give me like a Saturday morning playlist. Yeah, like a lineup, man. You remember the yeah. Saturday morning lineup. Yeah. yeah. So I could just wake up in the morning on Saturday mornings, you know, 8 a.m. I could just go in there and go, what's playing now? Yeah. And, you know, I can watch some of these old ones, watch some of the new ones, you know, whatever. Um, yeah, I miss Saturday Saturday morning cartoons. Sure, you can go in and just have your pick of the litter, so to speak, with whatever cartoon you want. But I, I do miss the days where I got an episode of a different show back yeah. to back to back. Yeah, yeah, that's what I want. Right. Um, that's what I want. That would be really cool. Um, if anybody listening knows how to create that in some form or fashion, please let us know desperately. Yeah, that's my thing. You, you've got, uh, we're now getting onto a completely different topic, but you've got things like with music services like Spotify, mm-hmm. you know, you can create a playlist. Yeah. So why hasn't any of the video streaming allowed you to do the same thing? Like, let me watch an episode of this, followed by an episode of this, followed by an episode of this. I think you might want to verbal copyright this idea real quick before anybody. Yeah. 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 Ah, okay. Well, we'll go ahead and close this one up. Uh, waxing, we, waxing poetically over there about a streaming service for cartoon shows. Okay, someone get yeah, on it. It doesn't even have to be cartoon shows. I mean, again, we're going we're going off of this, but TGI, uh, oh, uh, TGIF, step by step, Boy Meets World. Yeah, Family Matters. Family Matters. Full House. Jeez. Oh, uh, yeah, and then now I don't know if you're too young for this. Snick. Yeah, man, I know Snick. S- yeah. Snick and I are real tight. Uh, I, I bet you don't remember uh, Roundhouse. No, I don't remember that, no. I, I, yeah, yeah, that was one of the original Snick shows. Yeah, no. And I seem to be one of the only people who remember it. Well, uh, don't Maybe don't tell everyone you're the only one that remembers it. I'm just saying, okay. it was an awesome show, and I wish you could find it somewhere. I've, I've found clips on YouTube, but... Yeah, we're getting into a completely different topic, because you're about to get me started yeah. on Pete and Pete, Are You Afraid of the Dark?, Salute your shorts. Like, this is going to be a whole different topic, so. Oh, yeah. Salute your shorts was never a part of Snake, though. No, I'm just, I was just talking about shows. Just, yeah. shows double just shows double Dare, yeah. all those shows that were on yeah. during that time. Hey, dude. Hey, dude. Yep. So, all that. All right. Yeah, sorry. Okay. <clears throat> all right. Let's go ahead and close this one up. Thank you, Blake, for <laughs> for joining me on that little discussion. Hopefully, you all enjoyed it. Hey, we might come back and talk about some of this other stuff later. Yeah. But, uh,. But we're going to wrap this one up. Uh, go watch some of those classic cartoons. Uh, you know, Super Friends is still fun to watch. Absolutely. Even though it's corny and cheesy. Uh, give that one a watch. Sometimes you uh, need most that, of, though. Yeah. All right. Well, thank you, Blake. And thanks for everybody for listening. Um, give us those, uh, those reviews and five stars on Apple Podcast. And for today, for Moving Panels, I'm Laramie Wells. And I'll see you on the other side of the page. of a certain age? Do you miss the days of VHS tapes and VCRs and video rental stores? Is the thought of another 80s movie being remade seem 
inconceivable. If you want to go back to school, back to the future, or even back to the beach, then the 80s Flick Flashback Podcast is for you. I'm Tim Williams, the creator and host, and on each episode, I'm joined by guest co-host as we revisit a different 80s flick to discuss our first-time watch memories, iconic scenes, and even learn some behind-the-scenes stories along the way. New episodes drop every other Friday on your favorite podcasting platform. So make like a tree, get out of here, and go listen to an episode of the 80s Flick Flashback Podcast. <sighs> what seems to be the problem, pal? There's just so much pain in the world, so many issues. I don't think I can bear it. Well, friendo, it sounds like you could use a dose of pop culture roulette. Pop culture roulette? What's that? Some sort of pop culture themed podcast or something? That's right, sonny boy. When hope seems far, dive into some PCR. But I already get my entertainment news from Variety. Huh, that's pretty good. If you're a chucklehead, PCR gives you news you need, condensed, unfiltered, and raw, from three nerds who know a little something about something. Wow, okay, sign me up. That's the spirit. Pop Culture Roulette. New episodes every Monday, available on all major podcast directories.